When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, Brandon Harvey here with this week's episode of Sounds Good, the podcast where every single Monday I sit down with an incredibly inspiring person and talk about happiness, overcoming struggles, and living a life of intentionality and wonder. This week, I'm so excited to have the girls from the band Joseph in the studio with me. Allie, Megan, and Natalie Klausner are the three sisters that make up Joseph, one of my all-time favorite bands. Originally hailing from Oregon, the Joseph Girls have had an incredible year touring the United States and Europe. In just the last few months, they performed on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, Conan, NPR's Tiny Desk Concert, and Ellen. It's seriously so amazing. Earlier this year, they released their second album, I'm Alone, No You're Not, and it has been blowing up. I'm so excited for them. It's amazing. Ever since the beginning of this show, I've known I wanted to have the Joseph Girls on. They're full of life, strength, courage, and hope, and all of that rings so true in their music. Really quick, it's worth noting that because Allie, Megan, and Natalie are all sisters, they sound a little bit alike. And in this conversation, it's okay, totally fine, if you can't always tell them apart. But sometimes, they'll use their name when you might want to know who's who. Anyway... I'm so excited for you to get to know these girls. Let's just jump straight into the conversation. All right, I am in the studio here in Nashville, Tennessee with Allie, Megan, and Natalie of the amazing band Joseph. Thank you. Yeah, Welcome wow. to the podcast, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> this is so fun. I'm glad that we're just hanging out here. Me too. Me too. Um, I was thinking about it today. Do you guys remember the very first time we met? Because uh, I do. Was it at Pizza in Portland with Kevin Russ and was Kevin it? Gilgan? Was yes. that the night? Oh, yep, it was. That yeah. was it. One no, time. no, wait. Maybe uh, maybe Will was there. Maybe Will. it was Texas guys. Oh, it probably was. But it was, oh, you know what? It, it might have been. Might have been chicken wings too. Chicken wings, yeah, fire on the mountain. (laughs) But we, so I knew these guys. You knew these guys, and Mm -hmm. so we ended up meeting, eating delicious, like free range chicken wings uh, (laughs) in Portland, Oregon. (laughs) And I just remember coming away from that night, having never heard your music, but just Uh being like, I really like these girls. Mm. Like they're so fun. And I was trying to figure out what it was beyond the fact that you guys are just like talented doing incredible work and i think that that creates a cool energy Uh but i think that you're just really good at asking questions and i remember coming away and being like those girls were talking about things that are important and powerful and meaningful Mm -hmm. and that's something that only actually happens with intentionality like anytime that you think back on your best conversations where you're like man i'm glad we talked about that thing that i never talk about Mm -hmm. it was because you or the other person brought it up Mm -hmm. and 
I think that you guys do a really good job of doing that mm. in the world of music as well. You talk about Thank things you. that are amazing mm. and powerful and deep. Yeah. And I love that intentionality. Thank, Thank you. you. And so I just wanted to start off by saying that it gush over you guys. Um, but very nice. Let's bring it back a little bit because we've met a few times, but I don't know you guys super well. Right. And mm-hmm. so um, I want to start back at the beginning. Like, were you guys always musical? You're incredible musicians. Like you all sing yeah. together as sisters. But like what? Yeah. What was the background on that? No, we were not always musical. I was um, Natalie. Were. I yeah. was the overbearing um oldest sibling yeah. who needed to be the <laughs> center of attention yeah. at all times. Yeah. <laughs> Megan's confirmed We were the this. shy kids. Megan and I were super yeah, shy. Yeah, Megan and Allie were a bit more reserved. So it wasn't until a few years after college for me, I'd been doing music by myself for a long time that I kind of came to and realized, oh my gosh, Megan and Allie, why didn't I think of that? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. What was your solo music like? Oh my gosh. Well, as a lot of art is when you're first starting out, it was just kind of a replica, a replica of other music that I heard, yeah. you know, it was very Sarah Bareilles, Ingrid Michaelson and I, and they're amazing songwriters and singers. And so I respect that a lot. Um, but it wasn't me really, mm. or I guess I should say it was me at the time, but I also needed to expand from that. Yeah, that's cool. And so mm. What did you do? You just call them up and be like, texted, texted, texted. us, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic. And and you guys were. What was your immediate response? You're like, I'm yeah, let's be in a band. Or, well, we thought she yeah. was asking us to be like backup singers. Mm-hmm. So, so we were yeah. like, sure. I mean, yeah, we can like sing of a show or two. We had no idea what no this idea. would be. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no idea. Yeah. Actually, if you guys could just harmonize all of your answers, <laughs> I'd really appreciate it. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, we need to up the production value. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll join in the. Um, Will you I'll join in on the harmony. Okay, yeah. that fourth. <laughs> I, I cannot. Uh, I will tell you. Okay, that, we'll let you pick the note, and then we'll harmonize with you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so here's the problem with that. I don't know if I know how to pick a note. <laughs> like I'll I'll be like singing around the house. I'm I'm somebody who enjoys singing but is terrible at singing. I'll be singing around the house, and Sammy, my wife, who you guys know, um, she'll be like. Brandon, what are you singing? And I'm like, you know, it's like the, the, the new Joseph song. Okay. She's like, like, I literally wow. cannot tell because I'm like not, I'm like messing up lyrics and messing up That's the tones. Hilarious. Oh man. Okay, but why? That's so funny. Why is the band named Joseph? That's not your last name. Mm-hmm. No, all of you guys are females, not named Joseph or <laughs> right, Joe right. or anything yep. of the sort. It's a town in Eastern Oregon, Joseph, Oregon. Have you been? I've never been. Oh, oh my gosh. Is that where you're from? You no, should go our grandpa's from there. to the Jennings oh. Hotel. Our friend is redoing this hotel there. And it's, it's absolutely stunning. gorgeous. Yeah. It's stunning. But the, yeah, the town of Joseph is just incredible. There's like lakes and mountains and mm-hmm. all the things. Yeah, it's just so, so, so pretty and just kind of the um, perfect Pacific Northwest town, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, we grew up going there a bunch, camping yeah. and going to the lake and stuff because our, mm-hmm. our grandpa grew up there. So he would bring us out there every year. That's cool. Yeah. Family band, family name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really fun. So when you guys are making music, who is, who's writing at this point? Obviously you had the background, Natalie, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. are you guys all writing collaboratively at this point? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Allie, probably write the least out of everybody, but I'm still, I've still gotten some songs on the record, which yeah, is nice. Have. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And like, one thing I hear a lot of people saying about your music is that mm. other than the obvious angelic sound of your harmonies, mm. people talk about how meaningful your lyrics are. Mm. And what are you thinking about whenever you're dreaming up 
lyrics? Mm. Um, well, I think that as far as that goes, we've had every song is different, right? Um, every song comes to be in a different by different means, but this last album that we wrote, and I think it was true of the first one as well. Um, you know, you you can kind of come at it from this angle of okay, I need to write a song. And for us, we had previously been a band who people appreciated the hope and the triumph in the music. Mm. And so I think we, when we were working on this last one, after we had gotten a record deal, we were really focused on, okay, we really need to write a hopeful, triumphant Mm -hmm. song, you know. But to be honest, starting from that place, it only creates, you know, false sentiments, Mm. you know, and like... Repeated. You are awesome. Things are good. Everything's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I actually had a moment where yeah, we cut that a song. friend, <laughs> <laughs> where a friend, um, I who was the producer of our first album, I was sending him all these song ideas, and he was like, Natalie, I don't want to hear you preaching to me from your higher pedestal in these songs anymore. Mm. I don't want to hear your, you know, deified voice telling me that I'm going to be okay. Hmm. I want to hear your struggle. I want to hear your real feelings. Um, And so that was a huge journey in the writing process to go, okay, well, I can't start with this, you know, what kind of song I'm going to have in mind. How do I? So I just had, we had Mm -hmm. to really like listen to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we had somebody that was like, well, what do people need to hear? And at first we were like, oh, maybe we should think about that. But then it was like, well, I won't know what they need to hear unless I know what I need to hear. Yeah, and mm-hmm. a lot. Of, some of it for me specifically, it was just like writing my literal thoughts that I was thinking and feeling, mm-hmm. and then putting a melody to it. Wow! And that that is like I don't know. I don't know if without meaning to it was like you yeah. like wrote down like a journal entry, and then you were mm-hmm. like, oh well, that's what I actually meant. Yeah, that's really interesting, yeah. and I like this idea of you can't go at it with here's what I'm going to talk about, mm-hmm. but. Yeah by going deep and getting real and raw. And because I think that the hopeful triumphant uh, sentiments are true to who you guys are. I think mm-hmm. that's probably the best way for it to come out. Yeah. That's and it, well, and what it was interesting is like, there are definitely those moments on the album, but they are side by side with the yeah. real moments of struggle and wondering and loss and, you know, not yet, you know? And it's, so it's so important. And yeah. it's, that's I think there's a lot of music and entertainment and TV etc that mm-hmm. just goes wrong because it only gets to focus on oh here's the happy positive stuff yeah totally. Totally. and there's so much beauty yeah, in saying here's tension. the brokenness yeah. let's talk about that and let's yeah. acknowledge that it's real and mm-hmm. hard and yeah. that there's stuff in the world yeah. but then we're not going to stay there. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I like that idea of them being side by side. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes it isn't, you're not in one camp or the other. You're in both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, tension, yeah. tension. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where all good art comes out of is tension. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's that's, true. I think everybody wants things to be black or to be mm-hmm. white, but <clears throat> it's that tension of, of mm-hmm. the dichotomy. That's really, mm-hmm. really valuable. My friend had a class in her counseling psychology program and it was, the class was called, um, wisdom. Yeah, it was a mm. class about wisdom. And her professor defined wisdom as the ability to hold and acknowledge two opposing truths. Man. Yeah, right? That's <laughs> good. Smoking. Right? Like, wow. that idea of like, okay, these things are both 100% true and 100% oppositional uh-huh. to one another. 
you know, Man. and being able to like nod and say, yeah, that's true. I can, I can sit with that. Man, people who do that are my favorite. I love that. Totally. I, just, I just got goosebumps thinking mm-hmm. about it, which is a little bit dorky, but that's yeah. what the podcast is about. Yeah. I was, I was um, listening uh, to a couple people, a couple artists that I really respect talk about their songwriting recently, and um, both of them said... They were like, we've had we've had people come up to us and be like, get, you know, give me your gift. How do I get what you have? How do I write like you? And um, and they all were like, you don't necessarily want this because it's because you have to like we all had to like walk through fire to like have the product that yeah. we do. And so mm. it's like this like it's a product of tension. And so they're mm. like, when you're asking for that gift or that they use the word anointing or whatever, it's like they were like you're asking for the fire too. Wow. Which I think is really interesting. Mm. I thought that was interesting. If you don't mind, is there some of the fire that you've walked through that you'd be able to like talk about? Wow. Oh man. I know. I mean, and you could be like, well, just listen to the album. (laughs) I know some of it is super straightforward. Like, like what I said, Megan earlier, it is like direct, just thoughts from my brain. So Mm -hmm. our song honest on the album, which is the, um, title track is in the chorus. Uh, I'm alone. No, you're not. And um, that I think that just comes from like really intense feelings of like mm. loneliness and mm. but also telling yourself the thing that doesn't feel true, which is you're not alone, you know. And uh, re- yeah, I think really intense like loneliness feelings, even though like we're around people all the time, mm. I think um, would be probably one of the things for sure. It's beautiful. You can keep. I mean, sweet. The, our song "Sweet Dreams" comes from like a super major long season for me of anxiety and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that yeah, that would be like fire that I walked through. Yeah, but that was yeah like a constant kind of thing. And uh, yeah, so that song comes a lot from like I don't know. I remember like Sunday nights used to be like the worst anxiety for me, and I don't know what it was, but I had like a season. I don't normally tell people this, but this was, I had a season where I had this like super weird anxiety where I I, like always had to be touching my neck (laughs) because I felt like if I wasn't touching my neck that like I was like exposed or something. I don't know. It felt like my throat was just like, or something. It was so weird. But so that was all, but like our song, Sweet Dreams, uh, my mom every night before we'd go to sleep would say, sweet dreams. And we say, sweet dreams. I love you. I love you. Good night. Good night. And it was always that kind of like reminder of like, okay, this day is done. And like, you know, hopefully I can fall asleep, but like there will be morning, you know, and that kind of a thing. But yeah, so for sure, I think a lot of it comes from those like head spaces of like, what is happening, you know? That's yeah. huge. But, yeah. And I think just to cap all that off, I think that also you can't be an aware, caring person in this world today, like without feeling the heaviness of yeah. of everything kind of going on. And I would say that that really made it on to the album as well and was part of that fire of just, mm-hmm. like, how do you, like, exist and, like, eat your breakfast in the morning, you know, knowing yeah. the th- so much of the tough stuff that mm-hmm. happens and that isn't you eating your breakfast, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, art um, is necessary to kind of address that. And I think we're all kind of walking through that fire all the time. But yeah. Yeah, it's like um, our like it shows up in our song "White Flag" in hundred ways. Like, both of those things are responses to just kind of the 
the intense fear-driven um, you know, thinking that we're surrounded by all the time. And along those lines, can we talk a little bit more about White Flag? And actually, let's just, we'll cut to it really quick. Great. Okay, that was Burn the White Flag by Joseph. Let's talk about this a little bit more, you guys. Yeah. Um, what was the inspiration for this song? It's This is probably one of your most popular songs from the album. Yeah, you guys is. played it on... Did you guys play this on Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon? Fallon? And yeah, Conan. and Conan. Conan. Loved it. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was the inspiration behind it? Um, it was... It, it started with, um, you know, one news headline and then it became about every news headline henceforward. You know, mm. it really was just like, you know, there was news of this earthquake on the West Coast that's supposed to hit at any moment. And then all of a sudden it was the shooting in Paris and then it was, um, you know, Orlando and it's all of these things. And I think that there's we're so aware of these intense um, things going on like there's man. I, I can't articulate it because it's so heavy, but I think those things make you want to, made me want to um, kind of cower and like stay in my house instead of go out and do things. I mean, for our job, we travel on planes and go to new places all the time and we're in large groups of people all the time, mm-hmm. you know, in front of people, in front of people and vulnerable and whatever it is. Right. And you can, you can, um, you can talk yourself into protecting yourself rather than staying open mm-hmm. oh, yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. But you have to stay open. Yeah. Because the second mm-hmm. you start yep. closing, you just get more and more closed and more and more closed. And um, White Flag is just about living your life. I, you know, it's funny. We wrote, we wrote the song and then um, I came across a quote by C.S. Lewis who was kind of responding to the trauma of his time, which was atom bombs. Yeah. And they were, you know, everyone was very afraid of an atom atom bomb dropping at any moment. And, um, oh, it's so good. And I just think it's so crazy how his experience is so pertinent to our time as well. But he's basically said, um, you know, okay, if the bombs are going to come, let them come, but let them find us taking care of the children and drinking a pint with friends Mm -hmm. and living our lives instead of cowering, being afraid of a bomb coming. That's Mm -hmm. so powerful. Ah, I've heard that so many times that I got chills. I know every time. And it's true. It's like, okay, if the earthquake is going to come, let it come and let it find me like enjoying my life. If I'm going to be in a, in a club, uh, you know, playing I music. I better be dancing. <laughs> I better be dancing. Yeah, yeah, I better be like yeah. singing. If someone's going to do something scary, I better be singing my guts out. And, you mm. know, it's yeah. like. What at- a waste to just like cower if they're going to find you anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so it is just a response of defying fear. That's huge. I yeah. will say to that, just on that note, the more that we've traveled, and I'm sure you've found this as well, yeah. um, but I feel like the more that we've traveled, the more 
we experience people in all these different places that are, you know, in you've been to more places that have been in news headlines than we even have. But I think it's been so cool because I'm like, oh, there's so many more good people in this uh-huh. world than yep. so there are the bad. And like yeah. those bad, you know, those yeah. moments like speak a lot louder than the good ones. But yeah. like, my gosh, like there are so many good people in this world that are yeah. like just enjoying their lives in all these places. Someone, and, yeah, someone yeah. said to us recently, and maybe you should quote this better. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was our manager's wife texted yeah. me and she yes. was just like, the haters are really loud and we lovers are good at a lot of things, but being loud isn't one of them Mm. and she Mm -hmm. was like we need we need lovers to be loud for us Mm -hmm. that's beautiful yeah yeah and that's what i love about i don't know about having this podcast is kind of i kind of feel like there's these people in the world who are the lovers the people Mm -hmm. who are making an impact and i'm like how can we just like give them a bigger microphone like how can we let them just like fill the world with beautiful beautiful things yeah and And man, there are so yeah. many people. And honestly, I was so nervous when I started this show because I was like, yeah. are we going to run out of people? Like, oh I, only gosh, know, I, love I had a list of like 20 people and I was like, that's half a year. Like, that's mm. all I've got. Yeah. And then I just you keep on meeting more and more yep. people. You're like, it's the true. world is filled with them, but it's they're just full. not as loud yeah. as, yep. as the terrible them. things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's totally true. Yeah. I mean, one of the, the reason why um, she texted me that is because we had our first encounter with internet trolls. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, so it was, honest, was like, it's so funny to think about now, but it was incredibly disheartening, yeah. you know, to be, I don't know if you've ever had any experience with that. But. No, but I mean, and I'll ask Sammy if this is okay to share later, yeah. but uh, Sammy had some really terrible. post about that. Yeah, she had some really, really terrible internet trolls earlier this year. She no took a, bra- a long break from social media just to kind of, put a creative spark back in what she was doing. And yeah. she came back to find dozens and dozens and dozens of comments from somebody who had just been really malicious. Mm-hmm. And so I Ew. saw Did that she person. Know that she didn't. It was an even worse. It was an anonymous account that only followed me and Sammy. Ooh, that's and so, super weird. Oh, yucky. It was, it, so it's like, I've seen the pain and it's yeah. terrible. It's yeah. really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that that is a perfect example of, um, really sad, hurting people, and the way that they react and kind of get their moment mm-hmm. is to cut other people down in a public way because, because those words are really powerful, and especially to anyone receiving them, like it's, yeah. it is, it, it's. I hate that this is real, but like it, it delves deep into you and and shakes you up, yeah. you know, and and people like having that power, and that's just because they don't have anything going for themselves you know yeah. mm-hmm. and and so a time i think it was i read an mm-hmm. article about trolls in time magazine recently and it was fascinating and it's a whole psychological thing but all of that to say like that was the response and to realize like okay all right well i'm the one in the arena as teddy roosevelt says mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i'm the one in the arena doing something and yep. you can use your spectatorship however you want mm-hmm. but um I'm going to go ahead and do my work now and, mm-hmm. and kind of to, to remember to stay, stay loud um, in love against the opposition is, is yep. really a Man. task. That reminds me a lot of this quote from John Foreman. Yeah. And he said, the easiest thing to do is throw a rock. 
It's a lot harder mm, to create yep. stained glass windows. Mm. And Ooh, I used to get upset good. at people who threw rocks, but now I'd rather spend my time building the stained glass windows. Oh my gosh. Mm. Come on, John. Oh Cheers. man. I love, yeah, he I love some him. of the best quotes. He's so good. Yeah. So yeah. Good. That's fantastic. But it's like, man, the best thing I can do is just keep on pushing yep, and working hard and yeah. not let this affect me. Yep. And I mean, so real. It, it, it does affect you, but oh, yeah. it can, it cannot affect your output, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. That's hard. And what did you get? Like, how did you deal with that in the moment? Badly. Well, I denied it. I didn't look, I didn't see it. It was, yeah, it was interesting. I think we've, we've just never experienced that really mm-hmm. before. Um, and people have been pretty, like very positive, which is great. Because our then. voice hadn't been, like loud enough. I feel like it's the second yeah. that you start like having a voice that people like try and push, push it, away. it down. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. totally. And uh, yeah, I think that I I started reading them at first, and I was like, guys, don't do this. Don't read it. Let's yeah. not. Let's mm-hmm. not. And then, and then, but we just never had, had experienced it before, and so I think they were like, well, that's fine. And then mm-hmm. it's fine. It'll be fine. It's not going to affect me. And then, yeah, it, it is. And then it did. And then it did. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. And and. uh I don't know, since since that experience and Natalie wrote a really beautiful Instagram post about it and people were just the most positive and encouraging so and it was like unbelievable, honestly. Um, but since then we were talking to this guy we were touring with recently, James Bay, and he, yeah. he just was like, you know, I don't read any of it. I don't read the, the negative or stuff the or the positive stuff because he was like, it's going to shape you yeah. either way. And he was like, it's just not worth your time. It's about the music. So just make the music. Yeah. And yeah. you've got to get your truth from somewhere. But like, totally. that does not have to be no. the comments good. on your Instagrams. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Man. Mm-hmm. And, and if you, the more and more intentional you can be about what, about what goes in, mm-hmm. the better. Absolutely. And, and I think that's something that I'm trying to learn how to do better. Is yeah. be like, mm-hmm. how can I cut out the negative voices yeah. in my life? And it's, it's important that you don't like separate yourself from mm-hmm. people totally. who differ from you. That's Absolutely. the other thing I'm trying to figure out where it's like, I, I don't want to hear the cynics, yep. but I do want to hear the people I disagree with. Yes, totally. And it's, but I think that's it's maybe more that you've got to choose to seek it out rather than let it just hit you. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. Hey, yeah. That is good, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, but you talked about how much support you got on yep. that post. Mm. Um, and you guys have a really amazing community mm. of fans. We do. And it seems yeah. to me, if I were to just guess, part of it is that you guys just started small. You started yeah. kind of locally in the Northwest and mm-hmm. you played a lot of house shows all over the country. Yep. And I would imagine you just got to know people on a really yep. personal level. Yeah. Um, tell yep. me about that experience and, and what it's been like growing to a point where you're, you're playing clubs and big venues and, yeah. you know, things have changed a lot. Yes. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, I, I'm so grateful that that's our story. I think there are, I've heard there's every, every musician, um, who is making a living of it, their story is different. There's no Mm -hmm. one way to do it. Um, but I do know a lot of stories where people just kind of have a ton of talent and are, it doesn't happen as much anymore, but it's kind of given to them and then they, and then they start from a higher level. And while I think that's lovely and glamorous, I'm super glad that we have had our feet on the ground for this whole process to kind of see every every bit of it. Like now we have a business manager and management and booking agent and tour manager and all of these things. And I, I kind of we kind of know what all those jobs. I mean, we couldn't do it half as well as they do, but 
it just knowing kind of that story of like the CEO having done every job in their company and that mm-hmm. gives them like mm-hmm. more understanding. Yeah. So yeah, from just like a nuts and bolts side of things, I'm grateful because we we did book our own shows and we did drive mm-hmm. our own car and still and driving our own car. <laughs> still driving our own car. <laughs> oh yeah. We had a yeah. Um, but from a relational standpoint, mm-hmm. it really grounded us, I think, in yeah. like what music is for and why yep. we're doing this, you know, because gosh, it is the most incredible thing when mm-hmm. you put yourself out there, when you are in the arena, when you are making the stained glass mm-hmm. window and somebody says, oh, me too, that mm-hmm. thing that you expressed, yeah. you know, me too. And that is just overwhelming and we got to experience that on a very personal level by doing yep. l- literally singing in people's living rooms and having mm-hmm. dinner with them and, and staying at their house staying at their house yeah and i bet you've experienced that too just in like the travels and stuff that you've done totally yeah, i know it's a different vein but like probably pretty yeah similar it's incredible because it's mm-hmm. it levels the playing field yeah. in some ways you know it when really you're does. when you're when you're traveling somewhere and you just kind of have to rely on people Mm, you know like i'll bump into somebody at the airport and they'll be like oh i follow you on instagram and i'm like no way like that's so fun yeah like we did this in australia we showed up at the airport somebody said that and we're like what should we do tonight and they're like well we're going to this comedy club all right let's go those are like like the best experiences yeah yeah and Mm. it's so it's so important too because it would be easy to be like oh no like i've got to like do the thing that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, yeah. but like mm-hmm. the moment that you kind of make things more yeah. personal, yeah. Um, there's a, it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is. It's incredible. And the more that you get to rely on other people too, oh, that's yeah. something uh-huh. that's really special. Oh, yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting thing to kind of learn because, you know, one thing that I had to learn earlier on in touring when I was doing it by myself was especially in the beginning, you just can't do it. No one does it without help on some level, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. cause you can't like, you can't just quit your job and get in a car. I mean, I know some people have done it, but for us, you know, you have to rely on the people housing you and you have mm-hmm. to rely on for us, our parents people to like let so us keep much. our stuff at yeah. their house and yeah. feeding us and all of these things. Because you basically, I'm sure anyone who's ever started a business can relate to this of just like y- you, you live on negative and empty, f- you know, in certain resources for a long time before you start seeing things like mm-hmm. stability and finances mm-hmm. kind of catch up. But the other resources are, you know, you're offering something that is like spiritual and emotional and important and artistic and and you're receiving something like very relational in return. So yeah. it, you kind of have to you kind of have to take out your sense of um, transactional interaction, you know, because because it's never going to be even, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning. You know, at least for us, it was like we don't really have a lot to give other than these songs. And you've just made this gorgeous meal and let me sleep in your wonderful mm-hmm. bed, mm-hmm. you know. So learning to receive in that way yeah. is, is a discipline in itself. Mm-hmm. And I think I've got a little bit of a controversial idea, but this is something yep. I've been thinking about for a while. And, and a few people have said, uh, that's not true, Brandon. But I think it yeah. is. Um, but it's this idea that I think people want to help people. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's okay to say, I want this help yep. from you. I think that's true. And I yeah. think that it's almost, mm-hmm. and this is the part where it's like, whoa, Brandon, that's too much. But like, I think it's almost a gift to give somebody yeah. the opportunity to help I, me out. I totally agree. I totally we agree. have the guitar. I'll, well, the guitar, but I, this is like not musical. We had, 
we've had a couple friends have babies recently mm. and mm. and I know um that they people are like super willing to help immediately but then they're like oh you want your space and we had this one friend who who would ask Allie and I for help often and mm. she'd be like I need help I can't Can do this please come over yeah. I'm so tired I need I need help and we and it was it literally did feel like such a gift because I, I love that yes yeah. because I was like oh my gosh this is this is incredible that a you're letting me and b that you're like vulnerable enough uh, and trust me enough mm-hmm. to say that you need yeah. help because it gives us like yeah. a purpose in that because before like we haven't had babies and so we were like mm-hmm. I don't know what to do I don't know what's helpful maybe you do want your space and all this stuff but her being like please help me was like thank God like I can I can help you and like you're giving me parameters it yeah. did it honestly felt like a gift That's it did so cool yeah, I don't know yeah. if I can fully explain and, that but yeah and yeah. it's a little bit different than if she had said. Hey, like I just had a baby. This is really hard. Yeah. Can you guys play a show for free for me right. for my work? You <laughs> totally. know, like yeah, it's, exactly. it's different because it's not your <laughs> job. Yeah, right. and exactly. So, and, but like, I don't. And it's also really nice to so be funny. like, well, my job is that I do this thing, but I get to yeah. do this other thing that I'm. Mm, I totally. I can really help this person yeah. with this other thing. Mm, it kind yeah. of, at least for me, when that happens, I'm like, oh, I'm not. Like Just my value this. doesn't only come yes, from what exactly. I do. Because totally. I think there's so many people that don't want to inconvenience mm. others. But like mm-hmm. on the other side, people are like, well, I don't want to overstep the boundary here yeah. or something. And it's like, well, if we all just communicated and said what we actually like needed and wanted, like maybe <laughs> we'd get more done here. <laughs> mm. But I think that that I honestly, yeah, I think that's really true what you said. Yeah. I'm sure there. I mean, there's a fraction of people that that probably isn't true for. But I think, yeah, majority. Yeah. I also very, very pertinent anecdote. I um, when I was on one of my first tours ever a friend of a friend who we stayed with um young family they ended up kind of noticing that my guitar was you know he was a a musician he was like you need a a different guitar and took me to guitar center and dropped two grand on a martin guitar and i still play that guitar today that's unreal and it was powerful very difficult to receive that yeah he asked for nothing in return Mm. yeah and i was like that it, it felt overwhelming, like, oh, my gosh, now I owe this person or whatever. And and it was like, the, but there's no way. Like, if I carry that around, then I'll just crumble. And I ended up sending this email just thanking them and their fa- he and his family. And he responded. And he said, you know what? Thank you. This is exactly to your point. Wow. He was like, I... I got to teach my kids that money isn't something to hoard and hold on to and that we use our resources to take care of other people. Mm-hmm. And good. I I got so much out of giving mm. you that thing. And I it was just like yeah. still so hard to wrap my brain around that. But it's exactly to your point. I, Did anybody I else just get goosebumps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. And, okay, so <sighs> – just I want to like sit in that for a minute. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I do want to talk about the fact that you guys are blowing up right now. Uh, and, <laughs> like you guys I are. That sentence. I mean, you just <laughs> Jamie Fallon, Conan O'Brien. You guys yeah. just did Tiny Desk concert. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did um, huge goal. Oh, that's so exciting. Dreams. Um, that's like the coolest thing to me. I, so us cool. too. It's been on our dream list since <laughs> oh, yeah. day one of the You guys are band. perfect for it too. Thank you. We we had thank you. We had our our list of goals for a long time and like late night TV wasn't even on the list because <laughs> no. it wasn't like, oh, yeah, we it, like within what? our realm of yeah, possibility. We and then it's like but Tiny Desk has been on it since the beginning. Every single yeah, goal so list we've cool. made, it's been on there, yeah. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you guys have done a really good job of 
being grateful or mm. at least appearing grateful and you guys are lying oh about gosh. it just kidding no, <laughs> like but, no we are but genuinely like that i can i can yeah. feel it in your energy right now i can mm. see it in the things you share online yeah. um you guys are just so excited to be doing what you're doing how are you keeping that excitement from rubbing off like mm-hmm. at one point it seems like oh, yeah. it'd be easy to kind of let it get old totally um, but like yeah. Like, it's just, it's so fun to see how amped you guys are for these opportunities. Oh, man. It's crazy. I think one thing that's kind of interesting is, like, they, like, Jimmy Fallon, when we did that, we were, I think we all in our brains were like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be the moment that we're going to, like, feel like we've made it. You know? But then you're, like, sitting there in a green room, like, (laughs) like, for the longest (laughs) time, and then all of a sudden you're like, go, bye. And you, like, shake hands, and it's like, wow, wow, wow. And then you're done. And you're like, wait, what? We're like, like, wow, it's so weird. We're not richer necessarily. (laughs) I'm still making my own sandwiches. I've had so many people come up to me or like reference the fact that like we must be like so rich. And I'm like, oh man, if you only only knew. knew. That's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. We've done things that you would think and people think like, oh my gosh, you've made it. Clearly, whoa, you have done it. You are successful. But it's, I don't know. There's always... Yeah. There's nothing like yeah. living your dream to make you realize that you could do literally anything and be blissfully happy mm. or desperately sad, mm-hmm. you know, because you're, st- I just like, we have so much, we have everything, yep. you know, a- apart from, you know, financial stability at this point that we could ever want, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and so with, and you're mm-hmm. still yourself. You're still in your yeah. own body, like having your own problems and whatever. And so I think that your yeah, question is it. a great one because it, I, in it, intrinsic to what you just said is how do you make that effort to stay fresh and stay grateful because it doesn't happen to you. And mm-hmm. I think that there's this myth that you will get the thing that you've always wanted and then happiness will just happen to you every day, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's just not the nature of being a human being. Like it's entropy. Like we, everything moves toward disorder unless you tend to it and unless Mm -hmm. you bring it um, into alignment with the things that are true Mm -hmm. of like what you do have and being grateful and, Mm -hmm. and noticing like the sparkly shimmer around the beautiful things in your life and going, Mm -hmm. wow, and just saying wow all the time, I think, <laughs> is just so important no matter what you're doing. You know? yeah. I think, too, because, like, the, when we played Conan, it was, like, the dressing room was, like, so not glamorous. It was, <laughs> the, no, it was so I was, like, this is amazing. This carpet has a stain on it. And, like, here we are playing Conan. <laughs> However, <laughs> they did have an amazing massage chair no, they were, in the main I know, lobby. It was amazing. Whoa. That is true. But oh, what I mean yeah. is it, it just is one of those things where you're, like, this is so crazy because from an outside perspective, it is like it looks like one thing, and then from the inside. But I think it's that same thing where it's like every single place is going to have like dirt and the crevices and all these weird things. Yeah. But it's yeah. constantly choosing to see that like shimmer brightness that mm-hmm. you're like, holy wow, I am here right now. Totally. Like what? Yeah. A, that, I'll say yeah. this too, just from a very personal like standpoint. I think um, it's been difficult for me sometimes a lot recently being like we are everywhere and nowhere at all and I do and I talk about this on the record but sing about it but I have experienced like tons of loneliness in it even though it it does it does look so shimmery and gray on the outside and I have been like oh man if only I could just like live in a home somewhere and like work at a grocery store and like go to the gym and have a garden and have a garden and like I could just grab drinks with my friends whenever I wanted to you know and I think 
uh, I've I've mm. personally dealt with like some of that feeling of like, oh my gosh, something else might be more fulfilling, which is insane Hilarious. because yeah, our life is so good. Mm. And I just had this moment recently where I just was like, Megan, this is life. This is life, what you're doing right now. And you like you make you get to like choose what it's gonna feel like really and if you're mm. gonna like love it and be grateful for it and and if you like hate it, get out of it. But like but like this is life and this is like what you're living and doing and this is what you get to be like grateful for and so like be grateful for it and there may be a time for all that other stuff but I don't know I think it's easy even in like all the glamour of it to be like oh my gosh something else might feel better which is an interesting thing but it's like yeah it just is like this this is life and it is beautiful and I get to like I get to Mm -hmm. make a conscious decision about how I'm gonna feel that's what I was talking to somebody the other day and they and I, we had this kind of like, or I don't know, they said something where they were like, um, this is the such an incredible reality and said something else. I, I can't remember. But I, ba- I had this moment too, kind of in that same zone where I, I was like, oh, that is so funny. Every time people are like, oh, I can't wait for you to get home so where you can like finally, you know, kind of live your life a little better. Like, mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to get home until, you know, you can finally rest or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, but like home isn't my reality. Like my reality mm. is like here in these no. moments and mm. I'm yep. loving every second of it. And like it is that thing where it's like, oh, no, this is like my present. Like this isn't mm-hmm. my normal. And even though it may not be normal for like most other people. And how cool is that? You know, that like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just kind of that shift in like perspective within all of that. And then I think shifting that perspective and because I think it's easy to be like, whoa, this is or what's the word? I'm, what's the word I'm thinking? Like. Just kind of looking at all of this and being like, this is like a crazy thing that we're doing. And like at some point we'll be like home sleeping in our own beds. But what's the sentence I'm trying to even think? I don't even know. But I just I think it's just been this cool zone of of realizing that like this is our normal Mm -hmm. and like how cool. Yeah, because then you accept the zone that you Mm -hmm. are in and you're like, oh. This is perfect. Like and you're being present. Mm-hmm. You're yes, not saying one is. day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The present is just going to so... be. Yep. yep. Man, those are such great thoughts. So powerful. Um, I hate to see this come to an end, but I know you guys have got to get going. I loved having this conversation with you. Seriously, I admire everything that you are doing. I wish we could just keep on talking, but I will let you guys run, prep for your show, do all the stuff that you got to do. Um, and we'll have to do this all again soon the next time you're in town. Thank you for having us. You guys us. are a dream. I love everything Thank you guys are doing. Thank you. Same. Sounds Good with Brandon Harvey is part of the Gradient Podcast Network and is created in collaboration between me, Brandon Harvey, and Gradient. Thank you so much to each and every one of you who tuned into the podcast this week. If this is your first time listening, thank you. Welcome. You can subscribe to the show and get new inspiring conversations downloaded straight to your phone for free in your sleep every single Monday. And maybe while you're at it, go back and listen to an older episode or two. There's some amazing conversations we've had this year. You should absolutely check out Joseph's Music online wherever you buy or stream music and follow along with their amazing story everywhere online at at the band Joseph. You can connect with me online and get updates about the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at at Brandon Harvey. That's Brandon with an E-N. And this week and every week, you can find the show notes for this week's episode of Sounds Good at brandonharvey.com slash podcast. 
And with that, that's a wrap for this week's podcast. I'll see you online and I'll talk to you next week when we get the opportunity to learn from another inspiring person. Sound good?